0: Hey guys, it's been a minute. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is your boy Carlton CO2 Owens. We're back with another show. Let's first dive into today's festivities. Let me tell you something. We have some stuff to talk about today. Uh, let's first start out by uh, first paying some bills and making sure we take care of our sponsors, CoinSeed. CoinSeed is the app of all apps that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency all while using your pocket change you can skip all the drama and the stress of trying to figure out how to actually invest in cryptocurrency just link your debit or credit card right up to your your app and then as soon as you start swiping you start putting away coins nickels dimes quarters pennies to your cryptocurrency portfolio let me tell you something a little bit of crypto can go a long way especially if you if if you're long term about it so make sure you go to the show notes grab the link and you'll be on your way to building your cryptocurrency empire we also have uh, Encrypted Apparel. A Apparel is the flyest cryptocurrency clothing line in the business. You can pop your tags with this particular brand and show your passion and your love for cryptocurrency in your fashion. Go over to wearencrypted.com. That's W-E-A-R encrypted.com there you'll be able to get all the information that you need to be able to get your jiggy on get jiggy with it in my will in my will smith persona um and of course when you go there make sure you add the coupon code uh, crypto cents all one word c-r-y uh p-t-o-c-e-n-t-z and there you can um get a nice discount on your next Purchase. All right. We also have you guys. You guys are also sponsored of the show. You may not think about it, think about yourself that way, but you are. Because uh, by you listening to the show and now watching the show, uh, now that we have on YouTube, that shout out to all my folks that listen to podcasts, come on over to YouTube and hit that like and subscribe button. But beyond that, you listen to the show week in, week out, year in, year out. We've been able to build up. Quite a nice following, uh, over sixty thousand uh, uh, listens listeners now, and we are so excited about adding to that. Hopefully, YouTube will be able to catch catch steam, and we can get some good momentum building on this platform and carry it right on over. But. You guys are sponsors. I just want to make that clear. Because you listen, we're able to get paying sponsors. But you now can be a paying sponsor by supporting the show with as little as a dollar. Then um, that can then that dollar goes a long way. This is crypto cents. We take cents and cents and dollars very seriously here, because we know that every little bit can add up and can make a difference. So for all my day ones out there that's already donated, already supported the show, thank you. For people that's on the fence. Hey, if you can help us be able to, you know, get some good high-grade coffee as we do in our research, be able to go after, you know, have, have more time to go after some really cool, um, some really cool uh, um, guests of the show. Th- this is where the money is going to be best allocated. So um, that's that's basically it, guys. Let's get into today's show man i just have so much to, to talk about i actually invited on a young man that hopefully should be joining us sometime uh in in the show but i have some stuff that we got to talk about today have you guys heard about the nft it's something that's been going on for Maybe about a year or so now, but really, really starting to catch on and catch some really steam. So, if you haven't heard about what uh, NFTs are, that basically is an acronym for non-fungible, non-fungible tokens. Now, as you already know, token, as defined, is something that you're able to put on the blockchain, uh, whether it be Ethereum or another independent blockchain, so you can be able to track. Transfers. You can be able to track ownership. You can be able to, you know, have a, a long journey, if you will, of exactly what has happened with that coin from start all the way to finish or start all the way to present would probably be the best way to say it. But this non-fungible thing is something that you don't hear um, in just regular common talk for for just folks to say oh I just have some non-fungible stuff it's, it's it's actually a word that you don't hear much in just common layman's term but me having a um, a legal background meaning an attorney by trade fungible and non-fungible are terms that that I've learned about and I've used in practice of law and also just in law school particularly when it comes to like property law I think that's the first time I heard the term fungible versus non-fungible so just as a refresher, because I, I wanna first lay down a good baseline for what we're talking about. And then we're gonna open up and really start having more dialogue about what I think uh, what's is most exciting about this particular uh, wave that's happening in cryptocurrency. So fungible are basic things you can be able to equally trade. So if I have this bottle of water, This is a fungible item because I can trade it for another bottle of water. If I have, you know, a stapler, a regular stapler, I can trade it for another regular stapler. If I have, let's see, um, this is something that's fungible. If I have a $5 bill, I know I can trade or I can exchange it for other money or other equivalent that is $5. Okay. Fungible fungible things. Now non-fungible things are a bit interesting. Non-fungible things is things that are so unique that there's nothing really that you can equally trade it with or you can equally compare it to. That's probably the best way I can think about explaining it. It'll be like a Michelangelo painting it's a non-fungible thing. There's no way you can trade another Michelangelo uh, uh, or Da Vinci you you can't even trade a Michelangelo for a Da Vinci or a Da Vinci for a Michelangelo because although they are quote unquote masterpieces are you know um, um, treasures are, are works of art they're uniquely they have uniquely uh special identifier that makes it different from anything else so when you talk about fungible which are things you can trade equally to non-fungible things which you can't really trade equally because they're so unique and they're like memorabilia or anything that is just very very unique and different from anything else when you talk about these things you're now getting into the realm of quote unquote non-fungible things so why is this important when it comes to cryptocurrency and what we're talking about today? Well what's interesting is we already know that non-fungible things have very, um, how should I say it, they at times can have very extrinsic uh, uh, intrinsic value to them um, where the value of them is based on maybe something that's sentimental or something that is 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 valued as being something really great. It's almost like for me, it would be like, you know, Michael Jordan's first pair of sh- first first pair of Nike Air Jordans that he wore on his first game, on his first game day, are the the the, the um, this jersey that um, that he autographed when he won the 1992-1993 NBA championship. I mean, you're talking about something that is, to me, very, very valuable. But for somebody that doesn't play basketball doesn't know who Michael Jordan is, it's just, it's just another jersey. It's just another pair of shoes. So the measure in which people value things is all based on what people are willing to pay for things and how sentimental, if you will, to what they, they, they think the value is. So... That all being said, there's something that really stuck, stuck out, uh, stood out to me when I listened to something that Gary V started to talk about. He said, look, at the end of the day, NFTs. if you're upset about missing out, quote unquote, missing out on, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, missing out on the, the run up on Bitcoin, NFT is where you need to start focusing on. And the more and more I listen to Gary Vee talk about the, you know, the rise of the NFT and why it's going to be so important in the future. People talking about NFTs now is almost similar to how people were talking about Bitcoin in 2012. It literally was a concept for most people that when people were talking about Bitcoin in 2012, it was a concept that just went straight over people's heads it was something that they just didn't they couldn't really actually grasp it if you think about nfts it's almost to the same level of you really got to think outside the box to really get it and understand it now this outside of the box thinking has with it this this mindset that you have to see into the future so for example, with Bitcoin, when people were talking about in 2012, there's gonna be this digital currency, and it's gonna be something that people are gonna use on the internet, and it's gonna be a way for people to transfer money. It's gonna be the, the next um, you know, global currency and so forth. At that time, at that time, even in 2012, people were still trying to wrap their minds around putting in their credit card information uh, in their Amazon accounts, or using their credit card to make payments online. Yet alone figuring out, uh, thinking about a currency that's actually going to exist. And here we are, you know, 12 years later, 10 years later. And this currency, Bitcoin is here. It is exactly what people were talking about in 2011, 2012. So I just want you to put your 10-4 your cap on just for one second. And I want you to go with me in a world a future world so we can be able to pin value and the potential value of nft on something that actually doesn't exist at this moment in time and in my and and going back to what gary said and i want you to ask this question as we paint this picture of this new world for nfts how often how many hours of the day do you spend on your phone how many hours of the day or minutes of the day do you look at your phone think about that i'll wait if you're like me it's probably almost every every other 10 minutes every other 15 minutes i'm looking at my phone doing something on my phone so in actuality, let's just be conservative here. Let's say it's six hours a day. You, in some form or fashion, are looking down at your phone, doing something on your phone. So if you think about it, and this is just me piggybacking on what Gary V said. Think about it. The phone, our phone is, is actually a... Extension, if you will are a precursor to virtual reality and this idea that if we're spending six hours on our phones that someday in this new reality that we don't know anything about now someday we're going to spend the majority of our time in some type of virtual some type of digital world where we're able to step out of our physical realities and step more into our digital realities by way of the phone or by way of some other mechanism that we'll be using to be able to to, uh, cross over to that virtual world. Now, I painted the picture of what that world would look like, a virtual reality world. So if everything is going to be, quote unquote, in virtual reality, that means that all of our time and attention and all our focus is going to be on things that are digital, whether it's visual, whether it's some software, whether it's some type of use case, everything that we're talking about here in this digital world or this virtual world is somehow, some way going to tap into some type of digital element of um our lives so that all being said the best way i can envision how NFTs could very well be the next bitcoin is that these nfts are going to be issued and they're going to represent digital properties that are going to be all over the internet and with everybody being on the internet, with everyone being in this virtual reality world, those digital properties, those digital things that we now know as NFTs, these non-fungible tokens that represent uh, very unique items that are digitally in the internet or in the internet world, we'll just say it that way, are going to become very valuable because there's going to be so much time, energy, and attention placed on them. Simply because everybody's going to be in some, vert, in some form of fashion uh, in some type of virtual reality. Whether that virtual reality is 100%, whether it's 50%, whatever it may be, it's going to be a virtual reality. So if you think about it that way, NFTs could, could very well be the next Bitcoin could very well be even potentially maybe even bigger than Bitcoin and let me tell you why I I think it could be bigger than Bitcoin because if you think about um I was reading an article and I got pulled up for you guys I put a link in the show notes where a gentleman bought a LeBron James uh NFT with him doing some type I think it was like a 10 second highlight clip now he spent 208 I think 208 thousand dollars for this clip now, a lot of people say, why in the world would he spend $200,000 for a clip that I could pay zero amount of money on and watch the same clip on YouTube for free? And you may ask that question. At least I did. But the reality is two things. One is he paid $200,000 for this thing. And it is being defined as a digital asset which means that, that that very thing holds value, okay? Number two, um, number two, the, the, the notion that you can watch something for free that someone has paid for is maybe the reality right now. It may be the reality right now that that is the case, but in actuality, you're you're you may not be paying with money, but you're paying with your time and attention. Thus, information is being collected from you, and that information, your data, is actually the thing that is most valuable. But that's another that's another show. But if you think about it, could you imagine a world where? yeah, the internet's for free, but you're not gonna be able to get, you or someone's gonna have to pay to be able to have these digital properties on the internet for you or someone else to be able to watch. or you or somebody else to be able to consume or engage in. So, um, this is the potential reality of NFTs. Now I was having a conversation with you know my homeboy uh, Pierre and we were talking about it and I was telling him that I think there's probably three areas in the NFT world that could really really take off um, just based on just practical you know straightforward um, perspective. One one of those areas would be somewhere in music and entertainment. Could you imagine someone having an NFT over? A digital property which is actually music that as we see already has already been monetized but it allows for the artists to have the NFT on, over their own uh, music and then they're able to then have more rights and control over licensing and, and where those things could be they can force this this ip type of stuff uh, intellectual property uh values and so forth so i think definitely the music Secondly, with the some type of digital art, because, you know, why do a why do the next great piece of physical art? okay? and somebody has to come to the art in order to experience the art, in order to uh, uh, see the art physically. Uh, Imagine you're going to have new superstars in the art world that are actually going to uh, be able to start creating digital art that they could then own the ip on it can't be counterfeited like this like a lot of the physical art it can't be you know it can't be any type of fraud to show okay well this person owns this and they sold it no 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 no. everything is going to be on the blockchain and that artist can then put their work of art into some type of trading platform to be able to buy and sell it or they can license. They can actually license that artwork, you know, to people who want to have that that uh, virtual reality piece of art in their home, or, or see it on a computer screen, or uh, cover art. So many different applications. So definitely art, definitely um, definitely music, and then the last thing would be. Um, hmm. I think those i think those are the two majors and then the last thing would be something in gaming gaming is still something i haven't really spent too much time in learning but i think something in gaming is, is also going to be an um, uh, uh, area where you're going to see nft grows so i'm going to continue to learn more about nft i'm going to continue to report some new platforms we're probably going to talk about some of the the current platforms right now but i'm telling you now this is This stuff is so, so, so high level, so much more high level probably than I've talked about, especially from the technology side in a very, very long time. I haven't really touched anything that is this high level, but I see the potential of it. I see where it could potentially go, but it takes a lot of imagination and a lot of future thinking in order to really see the play right now. So if you're willing to take that ride with me, take that journey with me, hop on the train, we're going to ride. We're going to figure this thing out together. I'm going to continue continue to do some research on the NFT stuff. And um, let's just pick this thing back up. Guys, if you're listening to me on the podcast, make sure you come over to YouTube, click that, that thumbs up and subscribe. If you're listening to me on YouTube, go over to my podcast and also subscribe and write a review i would really appreciate it all right so um we're gonna get this young man there's a there's a young man that i'm gonna have on the show that is doing some major major things in nft i'm gonna get him on he's probably gonna be the next interview and we're gonna really chop it up and really try to understand this whole thing and what he's doing in the space okay so that's it guys so until next time holla back